Round one was over. <laughs> Parents won. Kids sipped. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing. That was all started by a mouse. Did we just become best friends? Yep. Gentlemen, start your engines. There's a touch of madness around here. Hello, everyone, and welcome to DDP Today, a show that's a little about us, a lot about Disney and fun for the whole family. My name is Justin, and tonight I am coming to you with three of my buddies, three of my pals, and we have an amazing topic tonight, so we're not going to spend too long saying hello, but I've got to go around the table, see how everyone's week was, and I am going to start with a very, very special day for a very, very special friend, Mr. Dan Rossi. Congratulations, buddy. What's going on? What's going on, boys? I am. Uh, I know. I know. We like to make fun of me all the time that I'm so old and I'm a grandpa. Well, today I got to be a grandpa again. My daughter just had uh, a baby boy. Uh, don't even have all the details yet because it li- literally just happened recently here. And you know, obviously, we don't want to uh, bother mama and baby right now. We want them to get everything settled. But uh, but we have a, uh, a another another grandchild. We have uh, Declan Paul. Uh, I don't have weight. I don't have height or anything like that. He was born, I think, around the five, five or six o'clock hour. So we're just waiting to uh, get details. But I know Mama and Baby are healthy, so uh, that's all that matters. So it's a good day. Fantastic, buddy! Congratulations, dude. That's a uh... hold on. Just to put it in perspective for those people listening right now, it is just after eight p.m. So you're <laughs> saying that Declan is like three hours old? Yep, just just about. Okay, cool. Happy. I, I love when you texted mm-hmm. us and you said, uh, hey, I'm going to be on the show tonight, but I may have to dip out for a couple minutes if I get the call or the FaceTime. Uh, you know, sorry, but I'm like, dude, what are you talking about? Sorry about that. Like, of course you should dip out. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like one of the biggest moments of your life. So, well, dude, congratulations, man. Super excited oh, yeah. for you and uh, you. and the family and, and Bridget and, and yep. man, we a get brand, to go new, out there. brand new yeah. baby boy. We get to go out. Yeah, we get to go out there next month. I actually looked at flights this week, just kind of last minute, because this wasn't supposed to happen this quickly. Into Charleston? And uh, no, it was, well, they, they live kind of like off the coast there in North Carolina. So yeah. there's really not a good place to fly into. And the flights were, they were over a grand just for me to go. So I was like, you know what? We'll, we'll be there in November. Yeah. Let mama and dad, uh, you know, let them settle by themselves for a little while. That makes sense. That makes sense. Well, let me keep going around. You just heard his voice. Our good buddy down in Orlando, the great and powerful Aussie Dave. What's up, man? I'm good, mate. I'm good. I missed last week. Yeah, we missed you. Yeah, I was I was busy. We, I had like audiences at a con. We had a lot of hosts of. that week though, because we had, we had all the guests on from over at DDP Sorcerers Runners, all the captains from that team. Beautiful. We're on, so we uh, talked a lot about base camp and a lot about how to train, how to do pretty much all the stuff you and I don't know how to do. They covered like got it. Yeah, so, so I should definitely go back and listen to that. This one, one might be valuable for us both. Um, okay, yeah. good. Um, really quickly on that point, um, I do have some news with regard to that, and that is that. Um, we reshuffled some elements within our family dynamic and we have postponed a uh, vacation that was planned in January, which means I might be around to actually run the 5K that I had planned on maybe not running. <laughs> I can't wait. You're you're definitely awesome. running it. And by running it, I mean you and I are going to uh, do our best to try to get through three miles. So like, we'll, we'll see what happens. So uh, Okay, it, we'll see. It'll be good. Uh, and of course... The OG himself, the one, the only Mr. Michael Stolfi. What's up, bud? Uh, we've been doing this long enough to know that you should, when you introduce the host, I can't, how do I lead off after that? So Dave's doing like Comic Con for like thousands of people. Dan's got a new baby, and I'm like, uh, the weather's good. So, you know, I think you know better that, you know, maybe you should, you know, maybe think, take the pecking order a little bit. This way I, I'm not falling behind those two guys. I'm like, uh, I, Sarah got a puppy. How about that? So, I mean, I'm trying to, I'm trying to compete with these two. I know that's really cool. I saw her pictures. They're so adorable. So yeah, I, I guess uh, really I awesome. guess you know to try and compete with these two, you know, you know, performing in front of thousands of people and having grandbabies. Um, you know, uh, my Sarah got to adopt a little mutt. So uh, so there's that. I love it, and, I, Mike. Uh, I don't. I yeah. don't think you want a grandbaby quite yet, though. No, 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 no. But <laughs> I am, I am puppy, older. Man. I am great. I am older than you, so I mean, there is that. <laughs> 
But well, I tell you, I tell you what, uh, everyone. I'm glad had fantastic weeks here in the Suter household. I just got back from my uh, third time doing HHN. This time with Riley, and man, going to HHN with an 11 year old. This was her third time doing the event. She was a rock star. Uh, we did 15 houses. We'll be talking about that over on Universal Unleashed coming out really, really soon with our recap over there on that show. Uh, but man, had a blast, you know, spending time with her and we spent four days together down in Orlando, just the two of us kind of disconnected and just concentrated on just, just the two of us. It was really, really nice. That's awesome. Um, now that you've been to, like you've done 15 houses on multiple visits mm -hmm. on three occasions now, um, 15 plus houses each night. Do you walk into like one of these houses and the characters there going, hi, the, welcome back. The crazy thing's this is like inside the HHN community there are people who have done each of the houses like 60, 70, 80 times each because they have frequent fears. So they just go all Oh, so the you're time. not even Yeah, I'm competing. not even on the radar, man. They don't they don't have a clue who <laughs> okay. I am, so it's good. Uh, well, speaking of being on the radar, we're going to jump right into tonight's topic because it's a really cool one. It's something that we've been waiting a long time to do, and it's something that I think a lot of people are going to uh, really touch base with and really get a feeling for because it's people that we grew up listening to and we've loved listening to throughout history, throughout the Disney Company with movies, uh, and that is we are going to do the top 10 voice actors in Disney history. Now, here is how this is going to work, gentlemen. There are four of us. We did not do a list for the show like we do a lot of times because we wanted each of us to have our own opinions. So we each have our own top 10. We have not seen each other's top 10 list. And uh, we didn't even put out a parameter of how we were going to pick our top 10. So uh, we all might have picked in a different way for different reasons. And we'll go through and do that. The one thing I will say is if you hear someone say you're someone that's on your list, just let it go. We'll get to it whenever we get to it on your uh, list. And we will talk about it, why they got that there. So let's get started because throughout history, Dave, there has been so many amazing actors that have voiced the characters that we love. So bring us right in, and let's start with number 10 on your list of the top 10 voice actors in Disney history. Oh, okay. So, yeah, I mean, it's one of those things, and how do you create a criteria for this? How do you, like, so um, I'll tell everybody from the outset, I need to put a quick disclaimer on my list, is I was in the middle of work today when you put this out there, and my head, and I was in the middle of talking to people, and I was driving from one location to another, and I said, I just need to get my head straight, and I need to talk to somebody who is as passionate about these things as me. So I'd like to give a shout out to Cat. I DePray. knew who you were going to say. I knew. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Kat and I would like uh, you phoned six a friend. or seven this minutes. This is not quick. fair. Yeah. I, I totally phoned a friend. Um, and and I wanted to focus my list on uh, animated Disney movies specifically, uh, with a little bit of crossover in and out of it. But um, and um, so I didn't. I know that some of you were like, "Oh, can we do stuff outside the box?" And I'm like, "I'm going to stay very firmly inside my box." And with that in mind, uh, my uh, number ten that made my list after I sat down and wrote them all out, uh, is a man by the name of Bill Thompson. Who is Bill this? Thompson is a, yeah, see, we're going to, uh, this is my weird little niche, okay? Um, Bill Thompson is actually a recurring voice actor uh, from the early classic age of Disney animated movies. Um, and he made an appearance in one, two, three, three, as like some significant extra characters. All right. Um, so he is the voice of Smee in Peter Pan. Mm. Mm. He is also the voice of the White Rabbit. Not only that, he did a multiple voice of in Alice in Wonderland because he is the White Rabbit and he's also the dodo that sings the song on the rock when they're trying to get uh, dry and the waves keep crashing on them. And then he made his final appearance, I believe. I apologize if I'm wrong on that detail. But the last uh, Disney credit that I could find for him uh, was Uncle Waldo, the drunk goose in Aristocats. That's a deep pool right there. That's a deep pool. <laughs> right? <laughs> Um, so, but he's just this, and so he did lots of bit part and, uh, supplemental voices and, uh, cartoon shorts and things like that. He was an iconic person within the Disney character. And one of those people that they just kept going back to, 
Uh, and you're going to see that as a theme in my list. Somebody who uh, has made multiple appearances in multiple um, movie offerings um, in multiple categories and just somebody who re keeps recurring within the Disney brand. So I started out with Bill Thompson as my number 10. That's fantastic. I see. This is why I'm excited about this episode because I think we're all going to be learning as we go because I kind of ha have the same recurring theme in my list. Um, so we're going to do this as like a snake draft order. Uh, so next I'm going to go to the great Dan Rossi for your number 10. All right. My list uh, is going to be mainly Disney animation. Uh, my list is going to be people that you've probably heard of for the most part, but I have a couple of obscure ones in there. This one at number 10, I know we've talked about before, uh, and that's going to be Alan Tudyk. He is, uh, you know, he's never had like a huge role in any Disney animation, but he has smaller roles and he's been in so many Disney animation movies. Um, and, you know, you know, from King Candy to Wreck-It Ralph, Duke of uh, Weaselton and Frozen, Duke of uh, Weasel or Duke Weselton in Zootopia. I mean, he just has so many. He did Hey Hey, so yeah, he definitely had to be on my list. I kind of waffled back and forth where he belonged, uh, but you know, be because he never did any like top roles, I, I decided to keep him at number ten. So Num number ten, oh, I'll tell you this. He, I, you know, that's a great one. And it's one that I had not uh, I had not even come across. While I was doing my research, so I'm I'm uh, I'm I'm not I'm not even on the same page as you. Uh, Mike, coming to you next. Yeah, I went with somebody who has probably has more face acting time when it comes to the Disney Studios, um, but he has an amazing part when it comes to Disney animation. And I, you know, I mean, he's even played Walt Disney himself. And I'm going with Tom Hanks as Woody because that's one of the best voice actors that I can think of. That's my number ten spot. Um, we've seen him in Pinocchio. We've seen him in Saving Mr. Banks, Turner and Hooch, Splash. I mean, the amount of movies that Tom Hanks has with the Disney tie-in, it's it's goes on and on and on. But uh, I would say. His best best one for me, my favorite voice for him would be Woody. Uh, classic icon uh, from Disney. I'm My number 10 is coming in with someone who, just like David talked about, you'll see this is a recurring theme on mine. And this is someone who's done multiple roles, and it is the great John Goodman coming in at number 10. And we, are, of course, are talking about uh, The Emperor's New Groove. You get him as Big Daddy LaBeouf in The Princess and the Frog. Uh, you get him, of course, as Sully in Monsters, Inc. So lots of great times that John Goodman has come through, and he has such an iconic voice. You know it's John Goodman as soon as you start listening to that voice, and it is absolutely, uh, I think, a staple across many, many, many Disney movies. I'm going to do the snake draft style, so I'm going to go again. I'm going to bring you my number nine, and hey, we're getting our first, uh, first female on the list. Uh, of any of our list and this one is super iconic for me definitely had to make the list because why it is a dream to become a disney princess but what if you do it not once you do it twice and we of course are talking about at number nine leah salonga uh and she is the voice of not only princess jasmine aladdin but also as mulan uh, fa mulan and mulan so uh Really, really. Just to clarify, she is the singing voice. Singing voice, correct. Yeah, singing voice. Yes. Yeah. And so absolutely amazing that she gets to make that representation not once but twice. And I think if you do that, you deserve to be on a top 10 of voice actors within the Disney history. Uh, next, I'm coming back to Mike. Uh, my number nine is going to be somebody who, uh, excluding the Marvel series, uh, because, you know, that is Disney, but and that's a face actor where you see him in that. Uh, I think one of my other favorite voices, one of the best, I think the the voice really fits the character very well, and that's Samuel L. Jackson for Frozone. I think um, uh, his his he doesn't have a lot of dialogue in those movies, but his dialogue is something that we all remember, the where is my super suit? So I think he pulls it off very well. Um, we all know him from the Marvel movies, but I think when it comes to voice acting, Samuel L. Jackson comes in at my number nine. That's a really good one. That's oh, it's and that's like that's was that one of the most Dave, is that one of the most like stated quotes from any movie in the past Ooh. 15 years or so, 20 years or so. It's got to be way up on the list. Uh, one of the things I love about it is that the woman who voices his, um, uh, his wife in that movie uh, was provided by a person who worked at the Pixar studio and her name is honey. Oh, really? 
And so when Samuel L. Jackson is screaming at his quote unquote wife, honey. and he goes, honey, where's my super suit? <laughs> she goes, I'm the greatest good you're ever going to get. All of that. Yeah. That's it. Her name is actually honey. That's pretty so, classic. Uh, but it is, a, <laughs> it's such a good line though, where we are talking about the greater good woman. <laughs> I love that character. Love it. Love that character. Dan, coming to you for number nine. All right, number nine, I am going over to Jeremy Irons uh, as Scar in The Lion King. I mean, he is the villain of all villains. I know that English accent, I don't know, he just was really good. He sang uh, Be Prepared, which was an awesome villain song uh, in The Lion King. So uh, he definitely, uh, I think he fits on my top ten list for sure. That's one of those that you hear that voice and you think, that's Jeremy Irons. Like, I mean, just absolutely incredible uh what he could do there um day who we do dave coming to you number nine dave uh number my number nine um my number nine is going to be um a, a an incredible actor who we all remember for different reasons um who has voiced multiple characters across multiple brands within the disney company you ready my number nine is a gentleman named Cheech Marin. Oh. Well known for being from Cheech and Chong. However, you ready for this? He is um, the voice of Banzai the Hyena in um, in The Lion King. He is the voice of the lowrider uh, car in Cars, where he goes, hey, baby, you want to groove? And he goes grooving <laughs> down the street. And not only that, he is also the voice of the Chihuahua in uh, Oliver and Company, where he has the line, well, it's hard to focus on anything when you're getting barbecued. <laughs> um, and so he's got like these three roles across very different uh, types of movies within Disney. And his link is also that um, uh, his good friend Chong provided the voice of the yak in Zootopia. That's so awesome. So Cheech and Chong making some weird appearances in Disney movies. So, <laughs> so yeah, we're up to already having eight picks total, and we've not had one repeat yet. So we're on a roll, boys. Here we go. We're doing great. Yep, Dave, coming right back to you for number eight. Ooh. Um, next up, I have Phil Harris. Mm-hmm. I hope he made an appearance on some other people's lists, and I'm going to be a little upset if he didn't. Um, an iconic uh, provider of voices um, within the Disney company and during a very interesting time in the Disney company. Um, shortly, well, he actually uh, was on um, the last movie that Walt personally worked on, which is, of course, The Jungle Book. He was the voice of Baloo the Bear. Uh, he is also the voice of Little John in Robin Hood and Thomas O'Malley in uh, the Aristocats. There's a Aristocats mm-hmm. theme apparently happening in <laughs> mind. So you uh, know where yeah, you're at. So we'll Dave see. wants to be um, a cat. I do. Uh, but yeah, so uh, Phil Harris making an appearance there. He was number 11 on my list. Um, oh, he missed yours? Missed okay. All right. Uh, moving on, we are to number eight coming to you, Dan. All right, number eight. I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna stick with the same movie, and uh, the Lion King, and I'm gonna go with James Earl Jones here. Uh, love him in the Lion King. Obviously, he was Darth Vader as well. Uh, you know, just an iconic voice. If you hear James Earl Jones, you know you know exactly who you're talking about. Uh, so yeah, he he. I I kind of wanted to put him higher on the list, but there was just so many other roles that you know people have played that, that I think are more significant, at least in in my opinion, in my life that were. That affected me more, so that's why he ended up at number eight for me. Perfect. Uh, Mike, number eight. Uh, my number eight is going to go to Jim Cummings, and he is the voice of Winnie the Pooh and Tigger, and he's also Ray from Princess and the Frog. Yeah, well, he's classic, classic. Jim Cummings, amazing uh, uh, voice actor. I think he'll he'll probably make a few, few of our lists at some point. Um, definitely. Uh, coming to me for number eight, I'm going with a, a, a true Disney icon, uh, she still has a massive role within the Disney company. You see her all the time if you're anywhere around social media. And I, of course, am talking about Ariel herself, the great Jody Benson. Um, not only is uh, she Ariel, also lots of different things. She played uh, Lady and Lady in the Tramp in Scamp's Adventure, uh, Anita Ratcliffe in 101 Dalmatians 2. And she also, of course, voiced the uh, Barbie in Toy Story 2 and Toy Story 3. So lots of great voice uh, work from the great Jody Benson. 
coming in at number eight on my list. Number seven is one that I don't think a lot of people will have this person on their list. And I think I could have actually put her a little bit higher. And that is Eleanor Audley. Uh, for anyone who knows Eleanor Audley, she was absolutely an icon, the queen of villains for Disney. Uh, she voiced multiple, multiple Disney villains and uh, gave them that great villainous tone. Uh, we're talking Lady Tremaine. We're talking um, uh, Maleficent. We're talking she had so many different ones. And then also, of course, Madame Leota in Disneyland's Haunted Mansion attraction. If you go through there, you can hear her. Uh, so a ton of great things coming from the great Eleanor Audley uh, coming in at number seven on my list. Um, moving to Mike, your number seven. Uh, my number seven is actually going to be somebody that I picked based strictly on but pretty much voice because he's got kind of a unique voice. I think he does a fantastic job with the character. And that's Billy Crystal as Mike Wazowski. I love Billy, I love Crystal. Billy Crystal. I just yeah, almost watched awesome. City Slickers the other day. <laughs> I was like right there. I was like, All right, so which one's better, City Slickers one or two? Because I kind of like Curly's Gold. I kind of Yeah, I like the original, I think. They're both good, though. Yeah, they're really good. I yeah. could, you know, that's one if it's on TV, uh, you know, I, now I'm occupied for a while. I'm it is one of those. And watch it. Yeah, it's one of those that like you can't not watch it. Like there's certain movies if they're just on TV, you just end up watching them um, all the time. So uh, awesome. Great, great pick, Mike. Uh, Dan, coming to you. Number seven, we have our first repeat. Uh, number seven for me is going to be Jody Benson. Obviously, she had to be on my list, uh, especially being Ariel with Little, Mer Little Mermaid. I, I didn't know she was Barbie. Uh, mm -hmm. When I looked it up, I saw that, and I was I was kind of surprised by that. But, yeah, she definitely belongs in my top ten, so she is my number seven. Yeah, I mean, I would say outside, I mean, of course, Ariel, I mean, Dave Ariel's the, you know, her most famous role uh, being a Disney princess, but Barbie's a massive role in Toy Story 2 and 3. Huge role, huge yeah. role. I, there's one other that you haven't mentioned, and when she hits my list, I'll mention it. Perfect, sounds good. Uh, coming to uh, Dave, actually, you're up. Um, excellent. Okay, so my number seven uh, is a woman with multiple roles within uh, classic animated Disney movies, um, and her name is Verna Felton. I'm not sure if she made any of your lists, but uh, she, if uh, you mentioned Eleanor a few moments ago, mm -hmm. who had that iconic villainous voice, if you flip it and go the other direction, she had one of those iconic voices that just brought joy to so many people she was the voice of the fairy godmother in cinderella she was flora in um in sleeping beauty she was mrs jumbo the mom of dumbo in the movie dumbo and sings baby mine oh. and then finally she does play a villain though because she is also aunt sarah yeah, the owner of cyan am the siamese cats in lady in the train oh, she's super hateable wow how do you go yeah, from she's talk about two talk about two really right? different ones like what a diverse voice actor wow how did that not make my list that was re that's a that's a solid one uh dave coming right I back told you like that's that's Pat crazy and i had some deep thoughts yeah yeah you also called in the ringer like you know what i mean like you actually when i called you about this i said dude tonight's topic is right up your alley like this is your baby i know and, the, and then the, you like, call in someone in else defense, too yeah most of this it was more just to get my thoughts straight because i couldn't write anything down don't be like that don't hate uh next up on my list my number six um, is a person that's really well known for probably one voice acting role, um, but he also made an appearance in a live action movie. So we get this great uh, opportunity to see what he looks like and then double it to his animated character, which I think is always fun to see. Um, so his name is Ed Wynn. And Ed was the voice of the Mad Hatter. Uh, however, if you want to know what he looks like, he is uh, the Uncle Albert, who they have a tea party on the ceiling with in the movie Mary Poppins. He sings, oh. I love to laugh. Mm -hmm. And he's got, and once you know that, and then you rewatch that scene where he does the laughing and the giggling and the, and uh, he's, he's very expressive in very much the same way as the Mad Hatter was. So um, an awesome uh, depiction of a character and Edwin was my number six. Absolutely love it. Dan, you're number six. All right. My number six, I'm going to cheat a little here. I'm going with a duo. Uh, for my number six, and I'm going to Frozen. I'm going to Anna and Elsa, Kristen Bell, and Adina Menzel. I mean, honestly, they have pro they have to be the most popular Disney princesses 
you know, in the last decade, if not longer. Again, they, they're, they're, they're both queens now. <laughs> they're queens. Okay. Well, they are queens. <laughs> yes. But again, like the movies have been absolutely unbelievable. Uh, you know, they have their own ride now because of that movie that came out. Uh, again, I, I don't have any girls, so this wasn't really, you know, tops on my list to go see. However, I remember when Frozen came out, we didn't know what Frozen was. It was just another Disney movie that we wanted to go see. And we, ta- we took Owen, who I want to say was probably like, I don't know, maybe was that 2013 so he was like 10 at the time we took him and like two of his friends to go see frozen and like halfway through the movie we're like oh my god this is a princess movie i loved it but he's sitting there with you know two of his friends taking him to a princess disney movie and you know that's hilarious they won't admit it but i know they loved it so uh, they they, they are definitely on my list number six (laughs) before we move on from them uh, does do either of you other two have adina i do not on yours i do not Okay, so really quickly wanted to mention Adina is actually one of the few people that in theory gets to voice two princesses of the actual character talking voice because in Enchanted, uh, at the end of Enchanted, she got animated and married uh, the prince, which makes her a princess. And then she starts off the first Frozen movie as Princess Elsa. So uh, uh, she is the animated, uh, the voice of two animated Disney princesses. That's really impressive. That's really impressive. Uh, also, it's quite a technicality. Yes. <laughs> technicality. It is, but, but it gets there. It's a, it's a thing. Can we also talk? The greatest representation of Disney princesses um, is not their individual movie. It's Wreck It Ralph two, when you have this collective. Oh, I love that scene. <laughs> oh, it's the greatest, and you have this collective oh, yeah. grouping of Disney princesses that are all there. We just watched Wreck It Ralph two like a couple weeks ago. Um, not for the first it's time. So but, like, good. Just hey, I was like, hey, what do you want to watch? And it was either between that or the first one. We're like. Let's watch the second one because it's just and they're, amazing. They all have their little lines and they're all, which reference their characters so well. It's so and good. it's just it's so well done. Um and there's there was actually some outtakes from that. There was a very early um version of it released as one of the trailers, and uh Jasmine was allergic to cats. And That's she great. has she has a cat. Raja. Yeah, right. Yeah. It, it, there was this. There's this moment where she sneezes because there's a cat, and it's just this. There's all these other references that they wanted to include, which never made the cut. Hilarious. Uh, absolutely love it. Uh, sticking with uh, number six here, uh, we are coming to you, Mike. I'm going to somebody who was, uh, I believe, was in Wreck-It Ralph two. Also, uh, that would be Tim Allen, Buzz Lightyear. He was in the. Uh, and he was also in Santa Claus. So voice, uh, face actor in Santa Claus, voice actor in Buzz Lightyear, and that was one of my uh, favorite movies, Buzz Lightyear. Uh, Toy Story. Yeah, man. Well, he's listen, it, it starts Pixar. I mean, to be honest, Toy Story is the kind of face of Pixar. Uh, really helps the Disney company there. They're kind of just in their rebuilding phase um, with their animation, and now you have Pixar come out. Toy Story is a massive, massive hit, and it's uh, Tim Allen's a massive, massive part of that. So... Uh, really, really great. Coming to number six to me, I'm going to someone who you've heard a thousand times and you'll hear a thousand times again. And unfortunately, we lost her in 2019. But starting back in 1986, she was the iconic voice of Minnie Mouse herself. And that is the great Russie Taylor. Uh, she not only voiced Minnie Mouse, uh, but she also voiced Huey, Dewey and Louie uh, multiple times and uh, did some work as Lucky and the Nanny in 101 Dalmatians in some of the animated storybooks. So she has been all over um, the company there, and she was such an iconic part of the Walt Disney Company, especially with her voicing Minnie Mouse, one of the most classic characters in Disney history. So number six for me. Coming in number five uh, for me, uh, it's a repeat. you got to have him, though, and that is the great and powerful James Earl Jones. And we, of course, are talking about Mufasa. We are talking about Darth Vader. Um, he is one of those people who just is, when you hear his voice, you know who it is. It is James Earl Jones. Oh, I thought you were <laughs> going to say you get hungry for Arby's. <laughs> Does he do the <laughs> Arby's thing? Wasn't he? No, he no, no. It's the, other, it's the other guy who was, uh, I know who Yeah, I don't think he does Arby's. It sounds, it always makes yeah. me think of him, though. Yeah, yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll tell you who the other guy was. He was Omar. I can't think of he it was, now. He was, the guy, he was the character Omar in the movie, um... About New York with the stolen cars. I don't. I'll figure it out. But he was. I know who. That's all I ever think of, though, is that I. I think when I hear it, I go, "Is that?" And I think I do it every single time. <laughs> I was like, gonna yeah. say he's not the voice of Arby's. Like that's yeah. Like because he's got one of those voices that when you hear it, you're like, oh, "I want to know who that is." You know what I mean? 
Um, right. Yeah, James Earl Jones coming in at my number five, a classic uh, Disney. And we did say, the one thing we did say, we didn't really put any stipulations on these lists. We did say we would include all acquisitions with the Disney company too. So Star Wars, Marvel, uh, Pixar, all those great things. So uh, those can be Bing. on our list. Uh, uh, coming to you... Yeah, it's Vin Rhymes who is the. Uh, it's Vin Rhymes. Vin Rhymes, the voice of Wallace. Vin Rhymes, yes. right? Rhames, Vin Rhymes. Vin Rhymes. Yeah, I said it wrong. Yep, Vin Rhymes. Yeah, He's he uh, isn't he? You know what? You know what? My favorite role, I think, he, uh, is and I think it's him is Mars Attacks. I think he's in Mars. Mm. I'd love that movie. Uh, anyway, we're getting way off topic. I thought you were going to say <laughs> Pulp Fiction. All right, <laughs> I've never seen. Pulp I got Fiction. us distracted with my. You've never seen I, Pulp Fiction. Never seen Pulp Fiction. Oh my god. Oh my god. No, never seen it. All right. Jesus. So, okay, next time we're all together, we're making I've that's seen, our movie pick, watch. I've, yeah. seen, oh, yeah. I've seen, I think, I think that, um, what's his name? Not Samuel Jackson. What's what's the other guy's name from Greece and all that? Uh, John Travolta? I think John Travolta is probably the worst actor that's ever lived. <laughs> um, really quickly, there's entire Reddit feeds of people that also think the same as me that think of uh, <laughs> James L. Jones when they hear the Arby's ad because it sounds so similar. Okay, uh, <laughs> Moving on. Number five coming to you, Mike. Uh, number five, I have somebody also from the Little Mermaid movie who we know, uh, an amazing voice. Unfortunately, she's not here anymore also, and that's Pat Carroll. Mm, oh, the voice Pat. of Ursula. Yep. Icon, man. Absolute icon with, with Pat Carroll because I don't. I think when you hear Ursula, that her voiceover work, I think, makes Ursula a top three villain for me. I really do. Yep, no argument. Like if you, because no. here's the thing. Like, all right, so Scar has his, you know, his song, and it's it's classic with "Be Prepared," but with Ursula, like that song is like Alan Menken and and uh, Howard Ashman, and like they just they nailed it, dude, with with that whole score uh especially inserting her and having her do the the, the song it's just it, it's incredible so really really good pick mike uh number five coming to you dan all right my number five is going to be again this isn't really an obscure one but it's just someone who always had smaller roles with uh disney pixar movies i think up until recently within the last few pixar movies he was in every pixar movie uh from beginning to end uh and that is john ratzenberger uh, you know him as Ham in Toy Story. He was P.T. Flea in uh, A Bug's Life. Mac in Cars. Uh, he was the Yeti in Monsters. I mean, he's done so many things. Uh, he was just like the guy you were waiting to see. Like, what is he going to be in this next movie? And, uh, you know, great actor. And, you know, always look forward to seeing him in, in those movies. And so since he's done so many roles, he had to be in my in my top five. I think that's an excellent one. I'm sure that some of us will be adding more to that in the near future. Um, moving on, coming to you, uh, Dave, we are at number five, buddy. Number five, um, somebody who has already rated a mention and I think made a couple of your lists. Um, I had Jody Benson on mine as well. And none of you, neither of you mentioned that she is the voice of Weibo, uh, the yellow machine in Flubber. Oh, She's that has, that is that. infatuated and has a thing yeah. for, uh, for the professor. Yeah. for Robin Williams's okay. character. Um yeah, so she so um and then yes, um and her most recent appearance is making a cameo in the live action version of Little Mermaid. Excellent. I haven't seen it yet. What? Don't watch it. I'm busy, Not man. Not only that, Ursula in the live action did an incredible tribute. I've she heard was she so did good a at great it. Job. So she was it was uh it was McCarthy, incredible. right? Was it good? It was Melissa it's, McCarthy. Yeah. yeah. And it was it good the, the the live action? I haven't seen it yet either. I, I enjoyed it. I really yeah. enjoyed it. I thought they did a good job. So because the live um, action has been hit or miss for me. Yeah, it's been. Jen, yeah, Jen and I turned yeah. it on like about a week ago, and like we were five minutes in, and she's like, "I'm not in the mood to watch this right now." So yeah, <laughs> you, you've like, got to be in the mood like, to watch a movie. Like, That's fine. Like like we just started this. So <laughs> she didn't happens. even give it any time at all. I no. the, the last live action. I, I will tell you this. I loved Cruella. I thought I, th I think it's probably my favorite live action they've done. That was um, great. I love that. It was really, really great. Um, then before that, the last one I'd seen was um, Lion King, which is not really a live action. It's more of an animated, but, you know, it's still whatever, live action. Um, but I was watching it with Mike, and Mike will tell you, I had to watch the leave because we were on uh, our first DDP cruise. <laughs> we were all watching it. 
And it got to the point where Mufasa dies and Riley started crying and wanted to leave. So I had to leave with her because she was just upset. So I still got to go back and watch all these movies. Um, So got that. Dave, coming to you for number four, buddy. All right. My number four is a big one. I was really glad none of you have taken this. And I'm actually fairly confident that it might have slipped through the radar of all of you. Okay. If we've got to this point uh, and it hasn't rated a mention because uh, an incredible voice actor um, who has crossed a couple of different brands um, within the Disney company. And um, and then I even have a reference if you have a particular niche on what he looks like, if you would like to know who he is as well as a, as a face actor as well. And so my number four pick is a man named David Ogden Steers. Nobody? Nope. You had yes. to pick someone named Dave, huh? I did. I, I went with David Ogden Steers. All right. So David Ogden Steers, um, most well-known role of his is probably Cogsworth, the clock in Beauty and the Beast. Okay? Oh, okay. However, in Beauty and the Beast, he has another role as well. He is the narrator at the beginning. So he does two characters in the same movie. He is disgraced by his haggard appearance. The beast concealed himself inside his castle with a magic mirror as his only window to the outside world. Then this became a running theme because in Pocahontas, he is the voice of Governor Ratcliffe, the bad guy, the villain, but he is also the voice of Governor Ratcliffe's sidekick Wiggins, which means he does entire scenes where it's just him talking to himself as a different character. So he's like the bad guy, but then he's also the, I like gruel, uh, offsider. Uh, in um, Lilo and Stitch, he is Dr. Jumba Jukiba. Jukiba? Nailed it. Yeah, the, Nailed the, it. Yeah, thanks. Yep. <laughs> um, and then he is also Kamaji in Spirited Away. Wow. So, yeah. Like, he's this amazing voice actor. And um, uh, the two oldest here have definitely watched it. I watched it because of my older siblings. Um, MASH. Yes. Mm, we yeah. remember MASH? Yeah. All right. The final season of MASH, they phased out a couple of characters and they brought in uh, Captain Winchester. He was a British guy, big barrel chested, mm-hmm. bald guy. Captain Winchester is David Ogden Steers, the voice of Cogsworth, the narrator, and two characters in Pocahontas. Mm. That's a I, there I, you go. I hated MASH as a kid. Hated I love it. MASH. Loved I hated it. it. Why did you hate I MASH? I loved like, MASH. Yeah, MASH was good. I don't know. It was like, it was was like the. the the music, like it was just, I don't know. I just, I didn't. Yeah. Um, did you know the? <laughs> drove me nuts. Uh, did you know the name of that song? Um, that song is actually has a title. Everybody goes, oh, the title, the the theme from Mash. It's one of those weird ones which then also has a title. And the title of the theme from Mash is "Suicide Is Painless." Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, weird things that Dave's brain knows. But yeah, that's, that's so Captain dark. Winchester. Yeah, it right. is. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's, that got And that song's for a like not Sorry, depressing at all either. It's just like, no, 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 no. Yeah. Uh, yes. So he, absolutely love it. Uh, Dan, coming to you, number four. Number four, uh, I am going over to Tim Allen. Uh, the voice of Buzz, obviously, in Toy Story. And then, uh, as Mike mentioned, really one of my favorite Christmas movies is the santa claus and i think he does an awesome job in that movie as well uh but again like toy story is really i think that's the movie for me like you know when i was when i became an adult because that's when that's when my my oldest bridget was born and that's the first time like i went out and i bought like toys for a from a disney movie for my kid and you know that's when it became you know i guess different where i wasn't the kid watching the movie i was the adult watching the movie and so, yeah, Tim Allen, love those two roles that he did, and that's why he is my number four. They just announced today that um, Tim Allen will not be reprising his role as a Santa Claus. Um, it will The new movie called The Naughty Nine is set to be released on Disney Plus and Disney Channel. We'll see Danny Glover take over the role of Santa Claus. Really? I believe you've talked about him and you didn't ma- mention his amazing work in Wild Hogs. I love that movie. I just watched that movie too. I love Wild Hogs. Really? I was joking. You no, dude, the movie's great. I love easy watches. So like Wild Hogs, Pixels, like that, those types of movies are just awesome. They're just so rewatchable and amazing. You know what I just rewatched? And then we're gonna move on. 
I because I'd never finished series because it got so bad. But I just put on the first two episodes of Walking Dead, and huh. you forget how good that series was when it first started. Like how great it was. It was amazing in the beginning, and then yeah. just it turned into ridiculousness towards the end. I couldn't even. That, that's a show that I was committed to from the beginning, and I just couldn't close the door on that one. I just the last couple of seasons, I just said I can't. This is just ridiculous. Once those mess people came out, I'm like, yeah. this is getting stupid. Yeah, same. Yeah, so, I was already out by then. Yeah, I do. We'll go back and watch like the first, second, third episode, and you're like, this is amazing TV. Like really yeah. great. No, it's really good. Uh, so we did Dan. Let's see, Mike coming to you, number four. Uh, my number four is something, it's a movie that I know you love, Justin, and I'm sure you'll recognize this voice, the 1997 Hercules, mm. and that would be James Woods voicing Hades. Yeah, he yeah. almost made my list because he's so good. Yeah. He's so amazing. He I, I, he's, in the top, he's in the top three for me of Disney uh, villain voices, for sure. Yeah. Wow. I mean, he was he, like, he was a great villain, but he was like, he was the comedy relief of that movie, though. Oh, like, 100%. He was he the is. villain, the yeah. villain and the comedian in the same movie. Which is a hard like line to walk. <laughs> yeah. Because the villain isn't meant to be the comedy, but yes, he, he does it, such a good job of. Yeah. Yeah. And two thumbs way way up there. Way the way up there. Nice leading lead. <laughs> uh, what a dish, what a doll. Absolutely love it. Good one. Uh you know what I'm I've really been impressed by is we haven't had a ton of overlap. Which is why this is really cool because like our DDP family can go out there and like we're about to if you we're about we're getting top four if top three if you get out there and you hear you know a voice or you hear a name and you didn't know you can look them up you know what I mean you can check them out and go back and and find those awesome iconic lines they've said uh, coming to me I have at number four he's been mentioned he has to make the list because he's done more uh, voices for Disney than anyone else ever and that is. Uh, the great John Ratzenberg. He has been in over 18 Disney Pixar films, not including sequels. Think about that. That is absolutely insane. He is definitely the most recognizable voice across the Disney uh, movie world, as you could say. So John Ratzenberg, of course, he's already made a couple of lists. I'm sure we'll hear more about him in the near future there, but he is coming in uh, at my number four. At my number three, this guy is another one. That is, when you talk about voices, he may be the king of voices. And it is the great Jim Cummings. And you, of course, uh, I think Dan has already had him uh, on, no, on the list. Not me. No, Mike already had him on the list. The great Jim Cummings was there. The voice of Winnie the Pooh. Uh, and his friend Tigger. But listen, he also has done a ton of stuff. He talked about Firefly Ray, the Princess and Frog, Ed the Hyena and Lion King, King Triton the Little Mermaid, Ariel's Beginning. But let me give you a little fun fact that when you're listening to... Um, be prepared in The Lion King. Uh, Jeremy Irons actually had a uh, his voice go out in the middle of them trying to record that. So Jim Cummings actually came in and did a small piece of Be Prepared, and that is in the movie, and you don't know the difference between him and Jeremy Irons, which is super unbelievably cool. But he's amazing. Isn't that unreal? That's, yeah. Unreal. Um, so yeah, really, really cool coming in at my number three there so moving up mike your number three buddy uh, my number three this is a tough one because we're getting towards the top and i know we're going to start overlapping sooner i'm surprised this one hasn't popped up yet um and i think it's a fantastic voice he's got a great um disney uh movies that he's put out there before um face wise and obviously you know we're going for voice here and i'm going with robin williams as the genie it's an absolute icon absolute yeah. icon right there uh going on dan your number three my number three, uh, again, I'm, I'm, I'm sticking to the same movie again, uh, and that's Tom Hanks. Uh, obviously, we talked about him being Walt Disney and saving uh, Mr. Banks, Pinocchio, but Woody in Toy Story, absolute icon. Again, again, going back to my roots with, you know, that's the first, I think that is the first Disney toy that I bought for Bridget was a Woody doll. Love Tom Hanks. He did an awesome job. I don't know if you've ever, like, stumbled like again i go down tiktok uh rabbit holes every once in a while and there was one where they had all these like outtakes of all these voiceovers that that tom hanks did um for toy story you know some you know some bloopers and stuff like that but it was just awesome to like listen to him and again he he was he's absolute icon love him and he is my number three if you look over my shoulder there sitting on top of the kentucky basketball right there um, that is signed by the 2012 national title team. For my Kentucky fans out there, uh, the Duprees, you know what I'm talking about. Eric, uh, Go Big Blue, sits a original Woody doll um, from when they first released prior to the movie coming out. 
and uh, I had it in its original box for decades. And then when Riley got young, I let her open it. And then after she opened it, I said, no, 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 you can't have it. Never mind. And I took it back from my <laughs> child. And now it sits behind me. So definitely an icon. Wow. Really, really. She was fine. It almost reminds me. There was this uh, There was this guy. He had this stuffed animal. And his roommate had a baby. And when oh, she had the go. baby, <laughs> he wouldn't uh, wouldn't let the baby have, have the stuffy. So he goes and gets another stuffed penguin and puts it in the crib. And the, the baby still cries. And then the the mom tries to give the baby both stuffed penguins, and uh, he was very very upset. So actually, that's not Simpsons. That's a Friends reference, my friends. Um, here we go. Uh, moving on, we are coming to you. Who are we at? We're at Dave number Mike. We're Mike. Mike. No, there you yeah. go. No, we. No, no. I don't know who Which we're at. You... I that Which was my number three. So, has anyone done number three or not done number three? I only Dave, I haven't I done number three. Yep. Yep. Two left. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're uh, Dave. Yeah. There we go. All right. It's me. We we can't do this at all. We're doing great. Um, number three, <laughs> my number three has already been mentioned. Uh, an incredible female who uh, really uh, set the tone for some uh, for some iconic Disney characters, uh, some villains, um, and that is of course Eleanor Audley, um, Lady Tremaine. Yeah. I recently rewatched Cinderella, and Lady Tremaine. She's just so despicable. She's awful. She's terrible. Like, and it's one of those things that you know she's bad, you know she's a villain, and then you rewatch it and you're like, oh my goodness. Like, this is, yeah. And she was also the voice of Maleficent, as you mentioned. And I mean, Leota, Mm -hmm. iconic to the Disney parks, uh, the original voice of uh, Madame Leota. Yeah. It's, yeah, she's, she's a really horrible stepmother. Like, she gives stepmother a bad name. Right. You know what I mean? Uh, Stay with you, Dave. Number two. My number two has already been mentioned. Um, I lost my mind when it appeared so early on uh, Dan's list um, because <laughs> he is an incredible uh, voice Hold actor. On. So much so that we had to like restart it. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. I cannot believe that he was way down your list. Um, I've spoken about him before, um, and Alan Tudyk is um, is somewhere in the realm of godhood with for me as uh when it comes to his voice acting uh if you want to know what he looks like um he is in alien resident and he is also steve the pirate in dodgeball wow that's a pool holy moly okay (laughs) there you go I'll be sharing me treasure with you. Anyway, um, so he's uh, incredible in that. When it comes to voice acting, he started out as King Candy. Um, and then when they did uh, the sequel to that, um, they knew that he was going to make an appearance. So he is knows more the computer uh, in uh, Wreck-It Ralph 2. Um, however, directly following that, yes, he went on to be, and this is probably one of my favorite things about him is that he was the Duke of Wesselton. Mm. And then um, Dan stumbled over his names because they're so similar because his line in that movie is it's pronounced Wesselton. And so then in Zootopia, he plays the weasel whose name is Duke Weaselton and says it's pronounced Weaselton. So he says the same line differently in two different movies, which I think is amazing. Um, from a Mike point of view, um, he uh, is the voice of K2SO, the robot in Rogue One mm. that sacrifices himself. Um, and um, and then, yes, more recently, he's got into doing animals. He was Tuck Tuck in Raya and the Last Dragon. He was um, uh, uh, the Toucan most recently in Encanto that talks to Emil- uh yeah, is it Emilio? One of those. Um, and um, and then he was um, Hey Hey the Chicken. And I've said it before, if you haven't gone and watched it, it's the best 30 seconds on YouTube that you can find. Type in Alan Tudyk, Hey Hey the Chicken. Um, and it's him standing in a sound booth making chicken noises. And it finishes with the line, I went to Juilliard. It cracks me up uh, every single time I hear it. Um, I lose my mind. And it's just an incredible list that he has built over a very short period of time. Like a decade ago was his first movie within Disney. You did get very upset with Dan. Um, 
<laughs> so much so that we did, yeah, have to have to kind of, you know, have to hold you down virtually. Edit. You know what I mean? Like just be yep, like, you're okay, fine. it's fine. I don't even think he made Mike's and I's list. So I mean, you know, it's you could be more mad at us. So <laughs> it is what it is. Uh Dan, coming to you for number two. So upset. Uh, <laughs> Number two for me it was mentioned earlier. I can't remember who had him on his list. I think it was you, Justin, maybe, but it was it's Jim Cummings. He, you know, he was the voice of Pooh and Tigger. I think he Darkwing Duck. I mean, he has. Yeah. When I looked him up, like on like Disney Wiki, there he like most most like actors have like a, like a list of movies that they were in. He has his own like section where you can go like A through K, you know, L through T, and like for the, through the whole alphabet. He's been a voice actor for so many different things for Disney. He's amazing, so he has to be, uh, you know, in my top three. So he's my number two. Yeah, he's he's. I, I mean, it's. Yeah, I, I think he. I don't know. I I maybe should have put him number one. He's that iconic. Uh, Mike, coming to you for number two. Uh, my number two is going to be a repeat, and it's somebody that we talked about earlier before. I know Dan was the first one to mention him, and that's Jeremy Irons as Gar. Oh, be prepared. Is that good? Is that good? Did I nail it? It's very <laughs> good. I nail it, Dave? I think I nailed it. I'd hire you. Um, don't call us. We'll call you. Thanks <laughs> gotcha. for your audition. Uh, I'm going to number two, and somebody, it's it's a repeat, but it was funny because when I was going over this this kind of idea with Katie, this was the first person she said. I think it's really probably the most well-known one of the most well-known uh that would be out there so of course it's got to make the list and that is uh someone who actually had a lot of confrontation with the disney company um but was able to get it you know settled out before unfortunately we lost him and that is the great robin williams as the genie in 1992's aladdin um but has done some just incredible work uh amazing stuff and i really really think that just his role he you know a lot of these people have been in multiple films multiple roles you know, he was in he was in a couple different things, but his role as Aladdin is stands stand it can stand alone for me to be iconic enough to put him really high up on my top ten voice actors within Disney history. So for me, uh, that's that one. Um, boys were to number ones here, uh, and so I'm going to go ahead and give you mine. And for me, this one is an easy one. This was actually the first one I put on my list. Whenever you make a top ten, you typically do it the other way around. Starting at 10, working your way to 1. But this one started at 1, and then I made my list around it. And this one is the most iconic voice, and it started at all, and that is the great Walt Disney himself, who was the original voice of Mickey Mouse from 1928 to 1947. Uh, absolutely incredible. He was not the... He, he'll be the first one to admit he was not the, uh, the best at doing it, but he didn't trust anyone else with this iconic character. And so he wanted to make sure he was there to take care of it and uh, he did it for a long time you know he ended up giving up the role in 1947 because he said that he just didn't have the time uh to take care of it so he gave the role to jimmy mcdonald who uh was a disney musician and actor and uh but for me look it all starts with walt it all starts with the mouse and so on my list coming in at number one the great walt disney himself so that's been mike number one for you buddy uh my number one is going to go to somebody we mentioned earlier also. Um, it's a person who my entire childhood, I would listen to this voice constantly from when I was, a, you know, seven years old all the way up to, you know, till now. And that's James Earl Jones as Darth Vader, of course. And he also was the amazing voice for Mustafa in Lion King. I could have put your number one when I said the topic, too. I could have <laughs> written that down. I was like, I know Mike's. I picked it. Yeah, I knew Mike's. I knew Mike's. This one's going to be Mike's number one. So uh, we'll be good. Dan, coming to you, number one, buddy. Uh, my number one was mentioned already as well, uh, and that's going to be Robin Williams. I mean, he's he's been in so many great movies through the years. I mean, I think I remember him when I was a kid. He was in Mork and Mindy. You know, that was like an, <laughs> an awesome TV show. But again, the, his his character in Aladdin, I think I read somewhere, like they let – like he had so many like off-the-cuff things that he basically went completely off script, you know, most of the time during that movie, and they basically had the animators kind of like – redraw everything to to basically fit whatever he was saying because he just kind of like went off on his own that character was amazing loved love that movie that was probably the last disney movie i was still kind of like kind of like a kid where that was one that i absolutely loved loved playing aladdin on nintendo like that was like the huge game that i loved playing but yeah love robin williams he's uh gone too soon and he is my number one I love it. He, I, I absolutely love it. Dave, coming to you, closing us out, your number one top ten actors, uh, voice actors in Disney history. 
Okay, so mine has rated a mention already and appeared on a couple of your lists, okay? But I don't think he was done justice, okay? Because, and I'm going to get real specific on um, some uh, on some deep dive elements of things that he has done, because uh, Jim Cummings is incredible, as we have discussed, all right? And he is my number one pick because of the versatility. And let's listen to this versatility for just a second, because... Pooh and Tigger simultaneously, mm -hmm. like within that. And if you've ever seen a clip of him, there's uh, clips of him from Comic-Cons where he will literally switch back and forth between them. And like that when you hear them, they're similar, but there's so there's these nuances that are so amazing. Um, uh, and then we mentioned, um, we mentioned uh, Ray, the lightning bug uh, from uh, the princess and the frog. However, um you mentioned darkwing duck like let's get dangerous is one of the most iconic lines of my childhood cartoons let's get dangerous like it was so well done and then we get into some other weird stuff in rescue rangers he was the voice of fat cat um in let's go with some light uh some uh uh, some feature animated movies in aladdin he was the chief of the guards razul the guy who's like chasing Aladdin uh, during the song and all of that. So he was the, and then in Tarzan, he was the vocalizations, I think, but then he also did voice elements for Tantor, the element elephant. Um, he's the most recent version of the voice of Cheshire cat. Justin, you're ready for this. He is heat in Mickey mouse clubhouse. Oh, or Mickey the mouse. <laughs> I know that that is one I of do your that favorite all the lines from oh, you Mickey do it Mouse. way too often. Uh, so he actually did that um, for Mike um, in Star Wars. He is Hondo Onaka, hmm. and and I believe he provided the. I'm not certain on this, but I believe he provided the voice uh, within the attraction as well. So when you're getting briefed on how to ride the Millennium Falcon um, and how to fly it um, at Onaka Transport Solutions, um, he is uh, teaching you how to do that. Um, and last but not least, one of my favorite things that he has done is that the three hyenas in The Lion King are Bonsai, voiced by Cheech Marin that we mentioned earlier, <laughs> Chan Z voiced by Whoopi Goldberg and Ed, who doesn't really have a line, but just makes a lot of noise. And it's Jim coming, spluttering into a microphone. Like where they're like, what do you think, Ed? And he's like, <laughs> <laughs> like all of that laughter is just him laughing in, and spluttering into a microphone. And I love it. Just an incredibly diverse uh, voice actor who has contributed so much to the Disney company. Not only that, really quickly, my wife would get annoyed at me if I didn't mention that he is the voice of Chief Howerton in the 1995 release of uh, Pocahontas. So, um, yeah, like he's just this amazing, diverse voice. Um, if, uh, if you would like to see something really cool that he does, um, when he does go to Comic-Cons, um, they do a thing called Twisted Tunes, uh, which is where they take a movie script that people know and love, and they will have a bunch of voice actors on stage, but then they will take the script and they will say for this next scene, this person is going to read this character as if they are this character from that they have voice provided. Um, a great one to watch is they've done um, they've done a Star Wars, they've done original Star Wars, and then they have also done um, Back to the Future. And hearing him do who as the scientist in Back to the Future and things like that, it's just hilarious. Um, he does such a great job of it, uh, and it is well worth uh, finding some YouTube videos. Once again, that is called Twisted Tunes, and I believe they usually spell it with a, a Z at the end of tunes. Well, I'll tell you this. So many great uh, uh, voice actors throughout Disney history. I've got to give you one that I was going to put on my list, and I didn't because although I love it, it's my favorite thing ever, I couldn't do it on a Disney list, even though it's an acquisition, and it's now on Disney+, and it gets played all the time in my house, and that is the great... Dan Castellaneta, and we are talking about 
Homer Simpson, if you have heard his <laughs> voice, but not just that. We're talking about Krusty the Clown, Grandpa Simpson, Barty Gumble, Mayor Quimby, Groundskeeper Willie, and 25 other characters on The Simpsons that he does the voice for. So much like Jim Cummings, he has a, a quite a, diver, a diverse range of uh, things that he has done. So the legend himself uh, is there. But guys, this is an amazing list. We did have a couple repeats, but not a ton. And that's given our DDP family a lot of information for people. Maybe you've never heard their name, but you've heard their voices throughout history. Now you can go back, look them up, and uh, find those iconic lines and can learn more about these people. You know, it was nice taking a deep dive into some of the, you know, voice actors and the, you know, the voice behind some of our favorite characters in our Disney movies. We get to see a lot of our favorite characters. You know, maybe you see them walking around the parks. Maybe next time you see Woody in Toy Story Land or you see, you know, Buzz Lightyear walking around Toy Story Land, you can kind of think of these famous actors that, that play their spots. And if you happen to be in the parks and run into one of those characters, take a selfie with them. Post them on our DDP Facebook page because we have an amazing DDP family that posts some great pictures every week. And it brings me to my favorite thing every week, and that would be Picks of the Week. Picks of the Week. Picks of the Week. All right, guys, you know I love Picks of the Week. Uh, Dan, since you're the grandpa this week, and uh, <laughs> you might lose your, you know, you're starting to fade out a little bit on us. Why don't you give us your Pick of the Week? It is, it is getting close to my bedtime. We're not going <laughs> to lie here. Uh, my Pick of the Week is going to go to our buddy Rick Reagan. Uh, he was feeling crazy with Corey and Josh in Epcot. You know you're a pro when you fill your water bottle with Beverly. Uh like, I don't know what's wrong with Josh. I mean, maybe he's just looking for clicks here. I mean, it worked because I picked it as my pick of the week. But I, I've, I've said before, like, I don't – there's maybe there's something behind it, but I don't know why they don't sell, like, bottles of that soda or, you know, something like that to bring home. I've had people ask me that, like, if they could buy, like, certain sodas there and bring home. I thought it would be really cool. Um, Beverly, I would probably not buy that unless I was trying to torture someone. Uh, but some of those sodas are pretty good. I wouldn't mind like getting a bottle and taking it home to share with someone. So that is definitely my pick of the week. My buddy Rick Reagan, big hug to you, Rick. Yeah, that's a great pick. I bet some of those um, those those sodas would go great with some adult mixers too. Ooh, yeah. I I like it. Yeah. So, uh, Dave, uh, challenge for the drinking group <laughs> by the sounds of it. Dave, <laughs> Dave, what's your pick of the week? Hi. Um. So my pick of the week. Um. Here's the thing. Is we we all show our Disney side in different ways. We uh, take pictures in the parks, and but for some of us, it's just something small that we can have in our life every single day. Uh, so I've chosen uh, Kieran Gibbons uh, posted a picture of his van um, and uh, just a little addition that he had made to it. Um, in he now has um, Simba, Pumbaa, and Timon walking across the back of his car with just telling him uh, with a brief reminder of Hakuna Matata. No worries. Uh, just to keep everything in perspective. Um, I loved it. And it just, I, I love when there's little, little things like that that we all do in our life to, to keep it Disney. Maybe I need that on the back of mine for wherever I'm getting tailgated. So I look back and instead of anger, I just Hakuna Matata, calm down. It's going to be okay. <laughs> you know, no worries. <laughs> Maybe. Very good. Justin, what's your pick of the week? Yeah, I'm heading over to the Patron family. If you want to be a part of the Patron family, of course, click the link below. And for as little as $2 a month, you can be a part of that Patron family with a uh, private Facebook group. We do a lot of stuff over there. But the coolest part is you get a completely bonus extra show each and every week. Uh, depending on the tier you choose, then, uh, of course, there's merchandise options that will be sent to you depending on the tier you get. And uh, also, you get to see our beautiful, lovely, smiling faces as we record our patron episodes because they are all on video depending on what tier you have. So I'm heading over there, and I'm going to the great Nick Del Vecchio I've got to say, I have picked, let's see, I've picked hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of photos now for Picks of the Week. This photo looks to me as it could be an advertisement that Disney would put out uh, for marketing because it's that good. He has, it says, just a boy who loves Slinky Dog more than anything else on this earth. He has his son and the the smile on his face just encapsulates what Disney and what the parks are for uh, families around the world. Because, man, that kid, you talk about loving something. That kid loves him some slinky. Uh, and what a great shot. I mean, you absolutely nailed it, Nick. Really, really well done, brother. That is an awesome picture. Yeah, that is a very cool pick. I like that a lot. Very good pick, Nick. I might be sending, I'm just talking, I was, you know, I'm, I'm sending him a text and be like, hey, 
uh can i use this for like some marketing for away with me travel like can <laughs> you give me the rights oh, to this yeah. you know what i mean like so yeah all right uh mike how about you, he, he might need to post it in the main group yeah so that yeah. everybody it's can that see good, because man. it is a, it is that good of a picture yeah he nailed it uh my pick of the week is going to go to a very special friend of mine that's nate smith he posted a great picture and he's wishing his princess ashley smith a very happy birthday it's a great place to do it in disneyland uh the most important thing i liked about his picture besides taking a picture with his bride there it's he's got some cool disney ears i'm not big on wearing the ears thing but when you have those boba fett mickey ears that's very cool so uh nate you have my pick of the week uh absolutely awesome we love getting those picks of the week of course you can do those over at the DDP Today Facebook family over there. Uh, but we pick from all of our different groups. We've got all kinds of groups out there. So no matter what your interest is, no matter whether it's running, working out, reading books, having adult beverages, there's a group for you out there. So make sure you go check all those out. Uh, of course, we are actively raising money for Base Camp Children's Cancer Charity located there in Central Florida. Head over to www.basecamp.org backslash DDP4BC. That's basecamp.org backslash DDP4BC. Create a team. Let's raise as much money as possible to help these kids who are fighting this disease. If you want more information, reach out to me. Happy to uh, answer any questions you have. Uh, that is DisneyDadJustin at gmail.com or Justin at AwayWithMeTravel.com. You can get a hold of me there. And, of course, we have a ton of shows here at YDF Media that you can support. Uh, so go and check out all those great shows that are out there uh, producing content that you will love, whether it be from Universal, the Disney side, or just keeping it Disney in your own life within your hometown. So lots of great options there. Boys, lots of fun, great topic. And uh, I loved it. I actually learned a lot tonight. That's the cool part about this is, you know, a lot of names I had never heard and was able to uh, kind of check them out. Didn't know that they voiced some of the iconic characters that we've grown to love over the decades that we've been watching Disney movies. And so absolutely love it there. But it's about that time to head over on the patron side. And this patron episode is going a little more adult, and uh, we're going to be playing a fun little game over on the page side, which we will describe over <laughs> there. I would say this patron, we asked you a long time ago, you want it a little more adult or you want to keep it uh, strictly Disney? You said, nope, we want it a little more adult, and it was a resounding uh, yes from everyone. So this one will be a more PG-13. If you want access to that, click that link and uh, come over and play a little game with us over there because it's going to be a ton of fun. Before we do that, let's say goodnight to everybody. I'm going to turn on the table. I'm going to start with you, Dave. Hi. <laughs> I only just scrolled back in our chat to find out what we're doing on Patreon. <laughs> um, this is about to get interesting. Um, I was like, why is he being so coy? He normally tells people what we're doing at this moment. Yeah, let's not say that out loud on, um, on, on the main, the on main the, yeah. show. This family-friendly okay. show. We won't talk um, about that one on here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Also, I don't know if I want my wife to listen to this coming up episode. <laughs> I don't think she's on the patron, so it's fine. Good. Excellent. Uh, in that case, I'm doing great. Uh, it's been a really fun episode, and I look forward to um, a few minutes from now when we get into that. It'll be a blast. Uh, Dan, coming to you, buddy. No, this was a, a fun show. I got to I got to hear some names that I had never heard before uh, and got to learn. I got, I got my hand slapped by Dave, which was always fun uh, for putting someone where they didn't belong on the list in his opinion. So I'm sure he'll yell at me uh, in Patreon as well. Uh, He'll probably uh, not agree with what I'm going to go with uh, there as well. But I, I had a great time tonight. I am looking forward to Patreon. It's just and, uh, principle. <laughs> right. And, uh, yeah, let's go. Mike, coming to you, buddy. You had a great time talking about some of the, the famous, iconic uh, voice actors tonight. Uh, I'm looking forward to the Patreon. And as of right now, I'm going to find my super suit. I love it. DDP family, have an amazing week. Keep that positivity. Make someone smile. Smile yourself. And until next week, we will see you real soon. Have a good one, everybody. Have a good night. Have a good night. Cheers. On behalf of the Disney dads, we want to say thank you. We hope you find a little magic in your life every day, spread some Disney love, and keep moving forward. Each of us has a dream, a heart's desire. It calls to us. And when we're brave enough to listen and bold enough to pursue, that dream will lead us on a journey to discover who we're meant to be. All we have to do is look inside our hearts and unlock the magic within. Ready to begin, let the wonder that's a wrap. <laughs> oh, Lord. Snap.
<laughs> Perfect. What have we done? This has been YDF Media Productions.